Welcome to the Coastal Community Church Midweek Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Shayla McCormick, and I will be your host. My husband, TJ, and I are the lead pastors of Coastal Community Church, a place where everyone's welcome because nobody's perfect and anything is possible. In this podcast, our goal is to bring the weekend message to life and to share stories that help you along in your faith journey. Let's get started. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Coastal Midweek Podcast, where we're uncovering the message from the weekend. This weekend, we started a brand new series called Psalm 23, and we pretty much stuck in verse one of Psalm 23 <laughs> that for like the whole service, which is pretty amazing how, how much can be wrapped up in one verse and one topic and how much you can uncover through that. And I think it was such a powerful visual. You had the little sheep and your shepherd staff and just how we are like sheep who need a shepherd and yeah. Jesus is, is our good shepherd. And I think there were some really powerful illustrations in there. One of my favorites was when, when you told the story about the, the sheepish, I mean, the Turkish, the Turkish, <laughs> the Turkish, say, yes, Turkish shepherds who left their sheep. And then the sheep like slowly just kind of wandered off and fell off this cliff and cliff. And how, I can't speak today. How many, how many sheep actually died? 400 sheep died, but 1500 fell off the cliff. Yeah. Well, my favorite part was when you were giving the illustration of how so many of us do that yeah, and how it's so easy for us to follow along on this path, just not even knowing where it goes. And it kind of leads to death and destruction in our life. And we, we see that so many times in people's life where one decision yeah, just kind of begins to, to lead people astray. It's amazing how, you know, you think one decision, no big deal, but how many times have our life does it seem like our life has been defined by a singular decision? Good and bad. Good and bad. You know, yeah. uh, one good decision changes everything about your life, just like one bad decision changes everything about your life. And so it's it's important that we have somebody yeah. leading and guiding and directing our lives. Otherwise, we just are prone to wander, like mm -hmm. we said in the message. Well, and what's interesting and something that I was even thinking about during your message that is kind of, could go along with the same theme is like the people that you you run in life with, the people that yeah. you're following, the people that you're moving through life with are extremely important to the direction of your life. They they sure are. You know, there's there's a saying out there, the the five closest people to your life, uh, that's what your life will look like in five years. Mm -hmm. So be very cognizant of who you're surrounding yourself with because they're either going to make you or they're going to break you. And so it's important to to have some good people leading and guiding and directing you that you're hanging with because that that's who is going to influence you the most. This weekend we also we launched connect groups and that was kind of one of the ways that I was I was thinking about that thinking if we get involved in in different groups and different groups of people that are pursuing good things yeah. and right things like we can see our life begin to shape take that shape and form because we're surrounding ourselves with those people. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I think about, I, I lead a connect group every semester. I actually lead a group with, for business leaders in our church yeah. uh, guys on a Thursday morning. And the guy that co-leads it with me is, is brilliant. I've learned so much. Like he's a guy I want to surround myself with yep. 
because I saw his his gifts, his abilities, his talent, and just this unbelievable character. And he leads massive businesses. And I was like, man, I just, I want that kind of person in my life. I want to learn. I want to glean. And and I've taken so, he says all the time, oh man, I learned so much from you. And I'm like laughing on the inside because I'm, I'm taking so much from him and just being around him and how it's helped me as a leader, how it's helped me as a pastor, how it's helped me from a business aspect and organizational structure and visioning for the future. I, there's so much I've taken away just from that relationship because I've chosen to surround myself yeah. with people like him. And it's, you know, it's not always easy to to jump into relationships, to jump into a group because again, I say this all the time as adults, it's really hard to make friends or connect with people because there's so many different things in life that maybe are different from yeah. people. But if we could focus on, okay, where is the like-mindedness? Like, where do we want to grow? Even though our lives might look different, our circumstances might look different, but let's like partner around this one thing that we want to grow in and move forward in. And if we can focus on the thing that unites us rather than the thing that is different about our life, I think we can see things begin to, to transform and take shape in our life when we can focus on the common things of where we want to grow. Yeah. And it, it changes everything. Well, the other thing is, is, you know, we, we always want to be impressive. Mm. And yeah. I think that that hinders a lot of us because we feel like if we walk into a room where people are more impressive than we are, then, well, I'm not the most impressive. So then I'm not going to even go in that room when the reality is, is, is I want to be the least impressive person in the room. That That's my goal. My friend in my relational world I, I want people that are way further ahead of me than than not ahead of me because I, I want those people influencing me. I want those people having input. And so uh, I, I think it's important that you find people that are like that, that you can grow with, especially when it comes to your to your spiritual walk. You know, the the idea of back in the day, people used to apprentice. Mm. You know, they would go in, they would follow somebody to learn how to, uh, have that skill or that trade or that yeah. acumen. And and we've lost that art today. And I think it's it's great, especially for the younger generation. Heck, I, I'm in my mid forties and I'm doing that still with people trying to figure out like, hey, how do I grow in this? I'm, I'm learning from them. I'm apprenticing. I'm submitting yeah. myself to their leadership and their gifts and their talent and their spiritual and their spiritual walk. Cause I want to grow in all of those aspects. You know, one of the things about apprenticeship and one of the things that I see wrong in this culture and a challenge that I see in this culture is people will try things one time. They'll be like, Oh, I went to that group one time and I really didn't connect with anybody, <laughs> but you haven't given it. A, you haven't committed yeah. No matter, you know, no matter what, like I'm, I'm committing to do this. And when we commit to do something, we see growth Yeah. and too many people, I think we're, we're going to sign up for a group or I say, I'm going to do this and I do it once. And then I don't go again. And then I'm like, man, but my life hasn't changed or I didn't, you know, I haven't been growing, but that's because you haven't been committed to it. But I think growth happens in struggle. And, and that's, that's where we don't, we don't enjoy struggle. I mean, that's the problem with today is we don't yep. enjoy the struggle, but struggle develops strength. Mm -hmm. And so you've got to get in some uncomfortable places. It's only in the uncomfortable places that the edges are rubbed off yeah. that are broke off. And so I, I think that that's, 
That's the difference between somebody that wants to grow and just says they want to grow. Yeah. Yeah. The person that wants to grow will go through the struggle mm -hmm. to eventually gain the strength. And the person that just says they want to will talk about it all the days of their life, but never experience it. Yep. And I, I think that's the vast majority of people. And if, if we could begin to live in this like commitment place, then I think we would, we would see so much change. And I've just taken on the mindset. I can learn anything from anyone. Yeah. I don't care if it's a five-year-old. I don't care if it's somebody that's annoying me. I don't, I don't care what it is. I can learn something in that moment if I approach it with that attitude and that level of commitment that I'm going to grow no matter what. Yeah. You know, so I, I hope that people will get involved in, in a flock, a herd of yeah. other sheep, you know, <laughs> that are headed in the right direction and that you would be committed yeah. to that group of people for that season. And maybe just maybe God will do something through that. One of the things that you actually talked about this weekend is about how God being our good shepherd, he he protects us and he guides us. But then in his in his guiding and directing of us, sometimes that feels a little bit like discipline. Um, and I think a lot of people experience that in life and they they think these these ruled rules or these you know biblical principles they're not really rules they're principles that help to guide our life so many times i think people feel restricted in that in christianity they're like oh god has all these rules and regulations when really god has put those things in place in order to protect us from ourselves, to protect us from walking off the cliffs yeah. and all of those different things. And it feels like restriction or discipline, but really if we would operate in those things, there's so much freedom to life. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I'll use a couple of real life examples. Um, in your vehicle, they encourage you to wear a seatbelt. Mm. You could be like, Oh my gosh, why would I, I cannot believe this manufacturer would want me to wear this device. It's so, it wrinkles my shirt. It, it, it just doesn't look cool. No, no, no. They put it in there not to harm you, but to help you because they know it's inevitable that you're going to have an accident. Yes. And so they want you fully protected in that moment. Um, uh, I'll go on a different level. Every beer can that you pick up says, do not drink and drive. What? Why? Are they against driving? Are they against drinking? No, no, they're actually encouraging you to drink. They just don't want you to drink and drive because why? They know that in that state, it will actually hurt you, not help you. And so they're trying to protect you. Is that is that an unbelievable, like I cannot believe Bud Light would try to restrict my free. No, 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 they're trying to keep you free because yes. if you do decide to drink and drive, you will end up in jail. You know, they're just yeah, trying or to, worse, or worse, you dead, know, over in a ditch dead, on the yeah. side of the road, you know? So it's, it's so many times we look at it as restrictions when really it's, it's just boundaries. Protection. It's, it's trying to protect you. Yeah. It's like guardrails on, on the side of a road. They, exactly. they put that there to protect you from falling off the cliff or whatever. And it's not there to be restrictive. Yeah. It's there for protection. Correct. And I think if we can begin to, look at our life, look at our relationship with God and, and some of those guardrails that he puts in life as protection for us from our own destruction, from our own 
mistakes and, and all of those things, then we would live so much more free in life when we do that. Yeah. You know, and I, I, there's, there's so many different things that if you read the Bible that God, you know, puts, I mean, do not murder, do not cover, do not sleep with your neighbor's wife, you know, like all of those, the 10 commandments, you know, those are just simple things to protect you the from rule, destruction. They're, they're basically healthy boundaries for any good relationship. Yes. And so if you think about them in that context, mm-hmm. it's like, these aren't really that hard. Mm-hmm. It's just when I break them, it's because I'm being selfish. Yeah. And, and when I be, I've just noticed in my life, when I'm selfish, usually it ends up hurting me and hurting other people. So true. But I think it was, it was such a good perspective to, to look at it that way that God, God guides and he protects. And sometimes that protection that he's doing in our life and that guiding that he's doing in our life feels restrictive and it feels like discipline. But really, if we could embrace those things and if we could follow those things, there would be so much freedom and life that takes place because of it. Well, I think it's one of the the significant aspects of, of, what I would say being a pastor is, and this is this is what I see with people, they'll come in and they'll have a conversation and they'll ask for a counseling session or a meeting and they'll come in and they'll, they'll give me a scenario and they'll go, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and here's the big difference for me because I'm not in the middle of the situation. I don't see all the trees that they're seeing. Yes. I have an overview of the forest because I, I, I'm i an overseer of people's lives. And because I know people in the psychology of people, I can see further down than what they can see while they're in the middle of that situation. And I can go, man, if you continue to head down that path, that's going to be destructive. But if you make this decision right now, if you turn this way, your life will turn out completely different. And most of the time, people don't think I'm right. Uh, and they don't think I'm right because all they can see are the things that are right around them. They don't see the perspective that I see. And I think that's a lot of times like God, we just see what is there in that moment. And when he is redirecting us, that redirection is hard, is painful. Mm -hmm. It's, it's us owning a mistake. It's us forgiving somebody. It's, it's us doing something that is outside of our comfort zone. So it feels like, man, God, why are you coming hard at me in this moment? But the reality is, is what he's doing is he's, what you don't see is on the other side of those trees is that you're about to step off of a cliff. And so he's trying to turn you to the right or to the left. So you don't continue straight forward to destruction, but to get you on a different path towards where he always wanted you to go anyways, mm-hmm. to a safe place, yeah. to a, a green pasture in life, which yeah. is the the next verse, you know? Well, I, I was actually reading the other day. I, I have a group of ladies that I was going through some books and, and, and Bible study and we're reading God's word. And one of the verses that I read was in, in Peter and it says, God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Yeah. And I just started thinking to myself, and it goes along the lines with these, man, if God gives grace to the humble, why why wouldn't I humble myself in those positions where maybe I have gotten it wrong, where maybe I've made some mistakes, maybe I've found myself in some difficult situations? Why wouldn't I be honest with God and the people around me about my mistakes, my failures, my insecurities? Because basically that verse is saying that opens us up to more of God's grace. But when we try to just keep pushing through something and are proud and arrogant and I got this and I'm going my own way, it actually puts us at odds with, with God. 
when just that transparency allows God's grace to flow in our life. And I think, again, goes back to getting around some good people, getting around people that believe the same way that we can be humble, that we can be transparent, because then we can see God begin to move in our life rather than having that like proud, I do it myself. I'm not going to admit my mistakes kind of, kind of attitude. Yeah. I think a, a lot of that comes down to is, is a lack of self-awareness mm-hmm. of your reality. I think that's one of the reasons why it's so funny that God calls us sheep. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's, it's when you start to study sheep, you realize, man, they they have so many issues. Yes. <laughs> and and I'm like, God, really? You you chose to call us this? I, I mean, so many so many problems and when I get to the conclusion that like, man, I've got issues and I've got problems. So if God is trying to help me through things that that I'm yes. I recognize that I have, then maybe I should listen to my creator. Mm-hmm. I can try to buck the system and figure it out my own way, or I could just use the manual. Yeah, It's like putting together a piece of furniture. You can, you can try to put all the pieces together on your own, or you can take out the instruction book and follow along. Mm-hmm. And if you take out the instruction book and follow along, it might seem like it's taking longer, but the end product is so much better. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, I think also at, towards the end of your message, you were talking about how so many times we worry about tomorrow. What, how did you word it? We worry about tomorrow while in today's pasture. Yeah, I, I said that um, worry is dealing with tomorrow's problem with today's pasture. Yeah. And there's a lot of us that are concerned about tomorrow and where are we going to, you know, get food or provision or relationally or all of those things without accounting for the fact that God's already provided for us today. And I was just telling somebody the other day, having that awareness changes everything because you realize I've already survived a hundred percent of my worst days. Yeah. Like why, why would that ever change? Why wouldn't God, you know, help bring me through this season or this difficulty when we have that approach, I think that goes back to the discipline and the correction and, you know, all of those things that God's going to get us through it. And there's going to be a green pasture tomorrow that is going to provide provision for us tomorrow, just like he did today. And I think there's, there's just so much life in that when we can embrace the fact that God is a good shepherd and that he's going to lead us to the right place. Even when we wander, that he's going to go find us and that he's going to bring us back to. Yeah. And it's, it's a good, it's a good reminder. Even for me today, I'm dealing with problems Mm -hmm. that I'm, I'm going through and because we all deal with problems, right? That's the reality. I'm dealing with something that is, that feels like it's beyond my control in the moment. Mm -hmm. And I have to remember in those moments, like if God has taken care of me in the past, He's taking care of me in the present. Isn't going to take care of this, mm-hmm. and and I get it when you know we were discussing this problem right before we jumped on this yeah. podcast, and yeah. and the reality is is this is a good reminder even for me today that man I don't I don't need to be worried about tomorrow because God is taking care of my yesterday. Mm-hmm. He's going to continue to take care of my today, and He is going to be faithful tomorrow. That's right. And one of the things that we just talked about before we jumped on here was so many times it's more spiritual than we think. Yeah. And 
even though our problem is in like the physical and the natural, you know, circumstances of every single day, if we will just go to our good, good shepherd, mm-hmm. you know, if we'll just take that to God and if we'll pray and we'll just, you know, surrender in those moments, he does what we can't do. Yeah. I think it's important for people to also know while we do all that, we still work hard on oh, those things. Yes. Yeah, like I, I don't want people to think, well, we just, we just, so throw a prayer up and then we don't do anything. I mean, we're still going to go and we're going to hustle. We're going to work and we're going to try to resolve this with all of our strength here, knowing that there is a God who is working on our behalf. I think what I'm saying is yeah. so many times we worry more than we pray. That's or we for sure. worry more than we we go, man, this is a spiritual thing that, that yeah. yes, I have to do some work in my circumstances but how many times do we worry more than we worship or more yeah. than we pray? You know, and I, I, that's why I'm saying I think so many times it's more spiritual than we think. Yeah. We try to struggle with it. Well, we do have to. We have to put in the budget if we're struggling yeah. financially. We have to put in the work relationally, you know, if we have relational issues. There's there's so much work that we can do, but so many times we try to do the work ourselves without making it spiritual and taking Correct. it to the good shepherd yeah. that can really transform all of it. it. All. Yeah. Are there any final thoughts or resources that that you would want to share with people just in relation to to this topic? I know one of the resources is we've launched Connect Groups this yeah. week. And I think Connect Groups are a phenomenal way to get involved with a group of people that are of like-mindedness that are heading in a certain direction that you would want. We have so many amazing groups that people can jump in and be a part of. You can visit our website, coastalcommunity.tv slash groups, and you can see all the groups that are available. Sign up for them there. Any other thoughts that you have? I, I would tell you, uh, you know, be here over the next couple of weeks because, you know, once we've established that God is a good shepherd, we're going to learn some things over the next couple of weeks about what he wants to do and how he wants to move in our life and and how we can really find our life in him, knowing that he is our good shepherd. So that would be my suggestion. Um, you know, this is, this is going to be a little bit of fun for us because we don't typically just take, um, passage of scripture, a passage of scripture. And, you know, it's kind of funny that we've, we're doing this kind of two series in a row that we just taken a passage of scripture and just stuck there, stuck there. But I think sometimes, you know, it feels like we're stuck in places, but really God is trying to teach us something in that place. And this is an opportunity for us to, to learn and to grow how to deal with the fear and anxiety and unknowns of life because so many people are experiencing it. And we want to be a resource and we want to be a help to you in helping you walk through those aspects of life. Well, thank you guys for joining us again this week on the Coastal Midweek Podcast. If you guys wouldn't mind doing us a favor, if you're enjoying this podcast, would you mind giving us a review, rating this podcast, sharing it with your friends? Those are all things that are helpful for us, but also can make a difference when we share this with other people. And so hopefully you guys are enjoying and we will see you guys back here next week.